listening to the St. Mark's Podcast for April 2nd, 2021. Good Friday. Today's sermon was given by the Reverend Elizabeth Garnsey. Many of us pray and hope for a good death for ourselves and for our loved ones. For many of us, that means a death we fall into while, while at peace in our sleep. For it's a death that, if not sudden, while we're doing something we love, then one for which we have been able to prepare and say our goodbyes. A good death where we are surrounded and comforted by those who care for and love us. A death in which we are not alone. Nobody wants to suffer if we can avoid it. Jesus' death, by any definition, was not a good death. We call this Good Friday, but surely on this day, in this moment of Jesus' death, goodness is nowhere to be found. Jesus suffers the worst kind of death possible. It is violent and long and slow. It is wrongful and untimely and public, and the onlookers are indifferent, if not complicit. Jesus is beaten and mocked, tortured and derided. He is denied and abandoned by his friends. Be not far from me, the psalmist cries out to God, for trouble is near and there is none to help. Jesus experiences the full crisis of abandonment in his hour of trouble, pain and impending death. Trouble is near, and there is no one to help. As we painfully reflected upon this past week in our Maranatha House churches, Jesus' death on his cross calls to mind the lynching trees upon which many thousands of African Americans were hung from the 1880s to the 1960s. None more vivid than that of 14-year-old Emmett Till disfigured so badly that his open casket funeral said everything that could be said about the savagery of his murderers and caused an international firestorm when an all-white jury acquitted his killers. Emmett's mother, who could have written this psalm herself, fought for justice for the rest of her life, but did not live to see it happen. Trouble is near and there is none to help. Jesus' wrongful death calls to mind the litany of wrongful deaths in our day and time, including all of the Amadou Diallos and Trayvon Martins and Breonna Taylors and George Floyds and all those like them who have been killed unjustly and children and teachers at schools, worshipers in churches and synagogues, concert and moviegoers, all shot to death by people with guns run amok. For all of these, trouble is near and there is none to help. Jesus' wrongful death calls to mind the most recent racial hate crimes from California to Atlanta to New York, including the violent attack on Vilma Carey this past week, the 65-year-old Filipino woman who is kicked and beaten on her way to church 
while on surveillance video footage, people are seen crossing the street to avoid the scene, while another man watches the beating unfold right in front of him through a lobby window. And a doorman in the same lobby arrives not to intervene, but to close the door. Lord, have mercy. Trouble is near, and there is none to help. In our Maranatha House churches this week, many of us expressed our pathos and longing in an overwhelming sense that trouble runs deep in our land, and there is none to help. Jesus taught his disciples, what you do to the least of these, you do to me. What we do to the least among us, we do to Jesus himself. Jesus was spat upon and mocked, shamed and disgraced. And yet, as a centurion acknowledges at the foot of Jesus' cross, a little too late, surely this man was God's son. Surely this was God's son. Just as surely as we are made in the image of God, we are all God's children. Every victim, every perpetrator, every, every passerby, every bystander. God, we pray you graciously to behold this, your human family. We prayed just a few moments ago. And this is the vision that Jesus creates from the cross when he entrusts his mother Mary to the care of his beloved disciple. Woman, here is your son, he says to her, and to the disciple, here is your mother. What you do to the least of these, Jesus taught his disciples, you do to me. We are given to one another to care for one another and not to be alone. And how blind we are to this reality in our broken world. Just as blind as those first century passers-by and bystanders, government leaders and religious authorities were blind to it in theirs. Joan Chittister says, Sister Joan Chittister, Jesus' last great gift to the church is to show us what it means to lose everything in life and still go on to more of it. Jesus does not let the inevitable outcome of choosing to carry this cross deter him. He keeps going. He sets his face like a flint towards Jerusalem. He stays the course even when he is derided and rejected by others for doing so. His is the path of justice, the path of compassion, the path of duty to put the welfare of others ahead of his own. Such a cross is the path of healing our degraded planet and our depraved, violent culture. Jesus accepts the cross he was made to bear because he knows this path, this way of life, is something worth dying for. As we meditate on Jesus' wrongful death this day, this is our opportunity to see ourselves as we truly are 
and to see how violent and indifferent the systems of this world can be, and to reflect on the ways in which we are complicit or indifferent when trouble is near. When we hear the old spiritual hymn, Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Let it confront us to ask, where are we now? Today's meditation on death comes at the end of our Lenten wilderness, which began with the prayer on Ash Wednesday that God would create in us new and contrite hearts. We confessed our self-indulgence, our prejudice, our negligence, our false judgments, our dishonesty. Forty days later, where are we now? How far have we come? The Lenten journey with its bookends of Ash Wednesday and Good Friday is meant to bring us to our knees, but not leave us there. As a community, these 40 days of Lent, we began the good work of awakening to systemic injustice. We are learning to hear new voices and to see the world through different eyes and hearts. In our movement out of the wilderness, we are to stay the course and to keep following the fearless, risk-taking path of Jesus. We are to encourage one another to love and good deeds. For the hungry and the homeless, for the destitute and the oppressed, for the sick, the wounded, and the crippled, for those in loneliness, fear, and anguish, for those who face temptation, doubt, and despair, for the sorrowful and bereaved, for prisoners and captives and those in mortal danger. For such as these, trouble is always near. We are to become the ones who help. As followers of Jesus, we are to become people who rise up off our knees and bring strength and comfort and voice to those in need. Be not far from us, Lord. Trouble is near. Make us the ones who help. Keep us at the foot of your cross until this is so. You can find more sermons on our website at www.stmarksnewcanon.org. Thank you.